Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the UR Pod. Usage rate. I'm uh, Jamie. I am the coach of the Cashews. And I'm Baz, and I'm coach of the Clint Stein Daddy. Uh, that's my team name. One of the great Sounds names. better when you say it out loud. <laughs> it's not bad. When, it? when it's a few three pointers, it might get yelled out this weekend up at, uh, up at the Silver Dome. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I did actually forget about that till yesterday. Uh, firstly, better give a quick shout out to our man Jibber, some of the best hot sauce kicking around in the country. If you haven't got your hands on some yet, have a look at Jibber's Hot Sauce on Instagram. Jump onto the store. You are 15, the code, for a 15% discount. As I said, some of the best hot sauce kicking around. So get a hold of some of that. Uh, don't think about last time we mentioned sauce on this episode, I don't reckon. No, no I reckon they're related. We might start off with a bit of a, a game by game, mate. So the first game of the round, uh, some might say it was a bit of an upset, but I did tip Adelaide, believe it or not. No, I I didn't. Uh, But Adelaide got the win 97-85 over New Zealand. Do you happen to catch that one? Um, Yeah, I watched, uh, I think I watched the fourth quarter, um, which is where they kind of got on a bit of a run. Um, But yeah, just just tuned in for the back end of it. Um, I still, I did tip New Zealand. Um, I didn't tip... um, didn't tip the breakers. Uh, sorry, the 36ers. I thought they were going to be pretty horrendous for a fair while, but old uh, mm. Vasilovic has really turned them around. They look so totally different out there. They will be a swagger. They don't look mopey. Yeah. They look up and about. And I can't believe how much he's changed in just a handful of games. Yeah, absolutely. And the other one is Isaac Humphries. I think they're really looking to to go through him. His three-game average is off the charts, but they've got a pretty ordinary super coach schedule to come. But uh... yeah, Even... Um, Justin Wiley in that game, he would have had a really nice game if he just remembered to pass the ball to his own team for a little bit. Um, eight turnovers. Eight, ter- eight turnovers. That's insane, isn't it? I didn't realise that's, that's where I looked at the box score just then. Yeah. yeah, you probably thought it was his eight, eight rebounds he got, but no, it was his eight turnovers mm. past the other team. He's almost had a triple-double. Uh, yeah, no, it would, <laughs> would he have got the value? Wonder what uh, the scores happen there. Mitch McCarron stinking it up as we predicted. Um, DJ Vasilievich, as you said, has changed the outlook of that team. Uh, your man Sunday Detch, did you keep him or did you get rid of him? Um, well, I'll, I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea if people start trading in the blokes that I trade out in each week because I seem to trade them out and then they seem to find a bit of form. And yeah, even <laughs> though he even though he uh, played on Thursday and not Sunday, he, um. He played really well. And I'm furiated <laughs> yes. every time he got a bucket, every time he got a rebound. I was like, mate, you could have done this last week when I had you. Instead, <laughs> you stunk. So, yeah. And yeah, the people that, jumped on, people that jumped on Flowers would be disappointed after uh, they jumped at Shadows after he played well for one quarter of the season. <laughs> I don't understand how he didn't even get... He was a DMP in one of those as well after that yeah. game as well, which baffled yeah. me a little bit. Too I deep thought, in um, the yeah, I actually thought about bringing in Will McDowell-White um, as kind of that other person who go with Parker Jackson because mm. I thought yep. uh, McDowell-White, you can get the assists and get the points and might get a, a double-double or triple-double every now and again. But um, he hasn't been shooting the ball very well at all. He's been looking yeah. to really distribute. Yeah, so we shot one for 11 in that game. He looked pretty good in the other game that they played, but we'll get to get to that. Uh, yeah. PJC started pretty ordinarily, and the big one was uh, the cheater. We, yeah. uh, did you trade him in? No, nah, I didn't trade him in. I mm. did did look at him though. Yeah. Um, after putting a bit of heat on him earlier, a bit of gibbous hot sauce on him, but um, <laughs> no, nah, I think that America trip he come back totally different. I reckon if you watch those first two games and the last two games, or before he got injured, there was a massive difference in how he's playing. We will just go back to some of one of your big calls that he wouldn't last the season. You're on the money. Yeah, I don't know if it counts, though. It definitely doesn't uh, count, but <laughs> take uh, we get a reckon. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, so we might talk a little bit later on about someone that could steal some of his minutes in Findelaney, um, but Ooh. it was nice to actually dodge a bullet for once. Um, the other game that night, Illawarra Cairns. Illawarra got the win by a point. 
Um, Justin Robinson's doing what I thought he was going to do. He just happened to be really bad the week that I had him. The curse. Yeah, that was the it captain's was a curse, curse there for it? a couple of weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, but I've gone to work on a new formula of captain for me captains over the last week, so I'm gonna gonna give some captain info out later on in the episode. A bit yeah. early on it this Ooh. week. Yeah, Sammy Froling pumping out the the double double, which is probably mm. um, it, it makes him a really uh, desirable option, I think. Um, and certainly, if you can't afford um, big source or Froling plays two games, he's probably definitely a, a good pick to have. And he's Ford Center as well. Yeah. But, Do you know um, when their next yeah, two games gets... is? Nah, because you're all over that. You just tell Round me. Round 12. Listen. Yeah, okay. No, scrap that. <laughs> <laughs> you, won't way get, you won't be getting any Hawks, will you? No, nah, you won't. So, you Tyler won't. Harvey, obviously, the the go-ahead very late in that game, which was nice. Um, they've shortened their rotation, which I think has held them in a lot better stead. Um Cairns were the big one that a lot of people wanted to have a bit closer of a look at. Um, so you you bought in a tie pen? Yeah, I bought in Miller. I bought in um, the bloke that's got, as the commentators say, he's got biceps on biceps. Um, I bought him yeah. in. And he's got quads he on so his good for He does, actually. Um, yeah, so I bought him in, and he was fantastic in the first game with a score yeah. of 45. and. Um, even in his next game, up until half time, he was still looking at a, a pretty good score. Mm. So um, I was pretty happy with that pick. Um, just to really uh, watch his space and see what happens this week. Um, see if he, he gets up. Um, if he gets up, he's definitely staying in. Yeah, um, my, my word but, is, but, and we'll drop a little bit of a bomb here. My word is that he's missing this week. That's what uh, I'm hearing. Yeah, that sucks. That yeah, it's going to suck for people that bought in him and Chatham and have already used a couple of boosts. Good for me, not having either of them. <laughs> Dodge no. the boards, mate. You dodged yes. them. Dodge the Brisbane's. Uh, my reason for not bringing him in um, was around that Taron Armstrong and then Tajir McCall obviously coming back next week. Uh, one thing I've learned pretty early on is that I can't be getting guys that I only say one week in. Um, potentially two weeks. So I know Cairns schedule's pretty good, but uh, he played 36 minutes um, the other night, which was by far the most on that team, played eight minutes more than anyone else. Um, and I know some of those bench minutes would go to Armstrong and, and McCall, but the ball's going to be out of Miller's hands a lot more. Um, I can't see him averaging over 25 when those guys come back. So it was a bit of a long-term play. I did get stuck... Um, I got stuck with Galloway um, for this week because I really wanted to get off Henshaw. Um, yeah. So my new my new things around not getting stuck with people. That's why I didn't go him. Yeah. And I've got stuck with a lot of blokes. And yeah, uh, yeah, you've got to try and get on top of that, don't we? We'll fall behind pretty yeah. quickly. Um, the other one. Bring in any Clinton. other type ends? Yeah, I, was, I bought in Clipman as well. Mm. Um, obviously, he had a bit of a rough game one, but I guess the, the positive thing was that he, he rebounded well. Um, yes. He didn't shoot too great, one of six, but he still rebounded well, which mm. is probably pleasing for me to see. And it was kind of like that um, kind of like that round one all over again where um, one bad game, one good game sort of yeah. set up. So, yeah, he obviously not great in the first game, but you get a bit of get a second go at it. So he was good in the second, which was handy. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on with my team this week. Oh, I was that pissed off at him. He was my he was my brick boy from the get go. Had him played a lesser role than what I anticipated. Got rid of him, then dominated, went up an absolute stack, and then got him back. And I thought, if this is what he's doing, this bloke, I've had enough of him. Um, that a gaffle. Yeah, I bought in the burger. Big Wardenberg. Uh, didn't shoot very well in the first game. Only went five for 14, went one for eight from three. Um, so probably expect him to hit a couple more of those. Um, but still got to a score of 28, which I was pretty happy with. Um, and my reasoning for bringing him in was around the flexibility of the forward centre, especially knowing that I was more than likely going to get off Huck Porty 
this week. So I can slip Wardenberg straight into the centre, and that gives me a little bit more flexibility in terms of who I can bring in this week. Yeah. So I like what no, he did. You did, um, you did mention that in the first week as well. You said that um, the very first episode, you said you wanted to target blokes with that flexibility to mm. make and manage things a little bit easier. I think that's probably where I got a little bit stuck at the moment. Um, yeah. So I've got three really good guards. I've got Cummings. Um, I've got Cummings. I've got Miller. And I've got... Um, I'll make P, PJC and yeah. there's no flexibility in that. Like if um, I can't rotate one onto the court um, yeah. as a forward to kind of, if they've got the double, if they're all three have the double, I've just got to hope for the best. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm having a bit of a rough, rough time with the other super coach at the moment. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> but you're only what, 30 odd points behind me. Um... Yeah. It's, I can say massive hill, massive cliff coming. Yeah. <laughs> um... We'll go on to the next game, the Friday game. So we had Tassie and Melbourne. Um, yeah. Melbourne got the win 90 to 82 down in the nest, which a lot of people say it's hard to win down there. But our win percentage uh, before this season was 53% at the nest. So it's not as probably as hard a place to win as what people think down in the, uh, what do we call it? The Jackie's Disco or, or Jackie's, Jackie's Nightclub. Jackie's Nightclub. Jackie's Nightclub. Some of Andrew Bogan's yeah. best. I'm going to go with that. that I hope Silverdome turns into the Jackie's Nightclub on, what is that, Saturday night, isn't it? Saturday night. I reckon we can come up with a better, another name for it, maybe up north. We'll, we'll change the name of it. Jackie's Nightclub. They'll have the tunes pumping, though. Bloody hell, They I will so. have the tunes pumping. I hope so. So uh, someone that we didn't, we haven't spoken a hell of a lot about and probably still continues to sneak under the radar, Jack McVeigh. We thought he was probably yeah. um, probably just going to get points from from scoring, but he's he's been doing a bit of bit of work all over the place. Yeah, well I kind of uh I kind of said to you that he doesn't turn the ball over a great deal because if he's mm. um if he kind of gets it in two places, he either gets it from the three and um doesn't really turn it over there or he catches it in that low block and he does those fadeaways, which I think yeah. is He's added to his game, and if there's no real reason why Jack McVay can't average, probably most games you'll get 15 to 20 points. You'll get a handful of boards, chucking an assist and maybe a block, um, and he's going to probably get you around that 30 to 35 mm-hmm. mark. He was your big call a few weeks ago. I think you nailed it. Um, and I think it's well, yeah, really the second highest score on the weekend. Yeah, and I was awake early on. I think is the key. You were. It's like but, most things. I'll just go too early on it. Um, interesting that you say that. He's last year he averaged uh I'll round up for the sake of easy numbers. Last year he averaged fifteen points, five rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a turnover. No blocks, point three blocks. This year he's averaging uh seventeen points, so two more, six rebounds, one more. Two assists, which is half more, half a steal, half a block, and a turnover. So his numbers have gone up slightly. He's playing an extra three and a half minutes a night at this Very stage. But, yeah, but he's pretty bang on. Uh, yeah. Milton Doyle, too. what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, he would, um, not too bad. I think uh, a lot of people expected a lot more from him. That Melbourne put so much more attention into him. If you you kind of watch that game, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're going to stop Doyle and see what the other blokes can do. And I think it, yeah. Doyle still still does his stuff, but um, not to the level that we kind of had, ex- had come to expect after the first few rounds. Um, but yeah, they really shut him down. Um, but I think by having Jordan Crawford there, um, it kind of is if if one of them has a bit of a down game, the other one can pick up the the pieces a little bit. But I'll tell you who frustrates me, Marcus Lee. Oh, doesn't he ever? Can someone tell him that a category in Supercoach is not fouls? Because if it was fouls, he'd be he'd be the <laughs> highest scorer every single week. I reckon he's had more. He's had the maximum amount of fouls you can get in the in the number of games. That Believe it or not, he only had he only had three in this game against Melbourne. <laughs> it's because he didn't get on the court because he got three fouls in the first minute. Yeah, him and Lockie Holbrook. He's, he's so he's so good. He's so yeah. good for the team. He just picks up, I don't know if half of them are fouls, but, or half of them aren't, but yeah, it just sucks that he always seems to be in foul trouble. Always, yeah. but that's, yeah. that's all right. 
Yeah. Um, uh, do you do you still have Doyle? No, nah, I traded him out. Um, mm-hmm. It was yeah, probably a bad trade. Um, I probably should have kept him, but judging by how he's gone the last yeah, yeah. last I'll two rounds, him probably actually time. went over. Yeah, I, I like him though. Oh, yeah, we love him, but um, teams have gone to work on him. He peaked too early, the big fella. Yeah. Um, the Melbourne Thoughts on the Juk Deng? Hey? Thoughts on the Juk Deng? Uh, yeah, he's made a little bit of cash, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he's his minutes will start to drop, I reckon. He's defensive impact the last couple of games, although he's scored some points, has not been great. Um, he was a minus six what? in that Melbourne game in 14 minutes, and... Uh, the Brisbane game, I dare say, he would have been a minus as well. He scored a hell of a lot of points in the first half. Um, so but, um, yeah, in the in the Brisbane game, he was a minus eighteen. The next worst was a minus nine, and then the next worst was a minus one. Uh, so he lost. Well, I guess Magnes, Magnes coming back in. Uh, mm. What are we projecting? He's back oh. training. Mate, he's been he's been unknown injury status for the last three years. Apart from apart from when we played the Breakers um, at my state, an old mate threw the clapper on the court, and uh, Barry Brown was waving the crowd off, and Jose Lee Arthur looked like he could have killed someone, and Scott Roth teed off at the crowd. It's the only good game Magnus played for us, I reckon. Uh, on the Melbourne front, um, we know that some people bought in. Uh, the Illies, the um, the Clarks, the Goldings. Um, Illy scored 18. Clark was pretty good in that game. 21 and Golding yeah. stuck it up and scored eight. Um, the Jackies really made him work, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, it was interesting. It kind of come across it. Um, how we said that Melbourne's plan was shut down door. Mm. Come across that Taz's plan was not let Goulding get off the chain. Yeah. Um, which I think you saw later in the weekend where um, Goulding... <laughs> um, got off the chain and it was a walking bucket. Yeah, yeah. And Luke Travers was elite in that game. Got the double double as well, which uh, yeah. helped him tremendously. The other one that was big, JLA, <laughs> knocked a thirty four out in a double double in twenty three yeah, minutes. He looked, he looked pretty good, didn't he? Mm. He um, he just looked um, like a massive presence out there. Demanded yeah. the ball, sprayed some blokes. You know who's going up against, though, don't you? Oh, not Marcus Lee, because he was on the bench. No. Nah. Fab, Majuk Ding, Jared Bairstow. If he doesn't dominate against those three, no disrespect to those guys, because I like all of them, except for maybe Majuk. He's got buying a little bit more to our principles. But if, he's, if JLA is not eating those blokes up, there's something wrong. Huck Porty? Yeah, not bad. We're hanging on by a thread, aren't we? With him, we're, we're hoping he can squeeze out a double-double and get something of a respectable score. I think yeah. that's probably really where we're at at the moment. Yeah. Um, we just feel short of that. Yeah, an eight and a nine. Yeah. yeah. If he gets them, he, he holds on to a little bit of value, but if ever there's time to jump shit, yeah. I think you, you jump it off this week, I think. Who end up probably being the most traded out player this week? Um, oh, I dare definitely. say. Definitely. Um, we'll have a we'll have a quick look. Um, where are we? Um, yeah, we he just missed the double double in both games, which hurts. Yeah, he's he's up there. Yeah, he he is. The most traded out, traded out by nineteen percent of all coaches, by thirty three percent of the top five percent, and by thirty six percent of the top one percent. That surprises me. Yeah, I thought it'd be higher. Yeah, considering high. how highly owned he is, because he is very highly owned. Anyway, um, I'm sure those numbers will increase later on in the week. Let's move on to the next game, Perth and Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane won that one by five over in the jungle. Um, Bryce Cotton, a pretty ordinary game, but a pretty good super coach game. Yeah, as I said before, he's um, 
his game really leans well to to the super coach. Um, mm. It is kind of pleasing when a player has a bad game and gets a good score. Yeah. So if he can, if he can put it all together, he's going to get a massive score, and he's going to show why he was worth four hundred sixty-six thousand. Mm. Um, he's nearly dropped a hundred k. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. So um, all those kind of top guys really did did lose money, um, but. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he can get back to, to his best. Um, the only one that really didn't lose much money was Jalen Adams. Mm. But, yeah, I'm really intrigued by Bryce Cotton. I just, I just wonder if something's going to happen in Perth. Um, a few rough losses in a row. Um, they're not where I expected them to be. And, yeah, I think there might be some, some rumblings out that way. There might be some changes happen. don't know. Yeah, they've got to do something, don't they? Play Samoa hopefully before before I trade him out. Um, but Cotton had thirty one super coach and he shot three for nineteen. So if he eats even another four of those and goes seven for nineteen, you're looking at a pretty handy score, aren't you? Yeah, but I I think at the moment if um you got your two if you got Parker Jackson Cartwright then um who's your other guard going to be? You're going to be <laughs> getting in Bryce Cotton. Uh, probably, probably not. I mean, nah. round seven, all teams play singles. So in the next three rounds, he's got maximum games, but then he goes single, single, single after that. So, yeah. hmm. so depending on what he's... the rest of your lineup's looking at, looking like, I mean, I know the guards are probably the most heavy spot, so there's probably some better options there. Maybe, but I would not blame people for getting him in now. He's he's bottomed out, you would think. Anyone else from Perth that you're interested in? I know you you don't mind uh, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, I don't mind Dr. Doolittle. I um, hope he does a, a little bit more. But the reason I was intrigued by Doolittle is that um, he's bottoming out in price, I feel. Yeah. Um, and he's probably another maybe one more game. He could drop down to 159k, which is what they're projecting. But if he drops again and he's around that 165, he pumped out 22 um, this week. If he ends up getting that low price um, and can pump out scores of 20 on your bench, I'm probably pretty happy with that. And he might might find a bit of value in going back up again because he's got yeah. 11 boards. Um, yeah, and like he's playing thirty minutes, so for a bloke that's going to be priced around a um, hundred and fifty k, if you're playing thirty minutes and getting scores of twenty, you're probably actually a pretty decent pick. So yeah. he's one that yeah, I'm just keeping an eye on. So he's dropped a hundred and five k. That's yeah, extraordinary, really, isn't it? Well, he got the minus one because he got injured in that game and yeah. um, barely played him. So that's yeah. why he's got the 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 massive mm. drop-off, which, yeah, he's 171 at the moment. Um, and, yeah, if he goes down a little bit more, um, yeah, he might be, might be on my team. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, would be an option if you got to trade to burn, potentially. I don't think I'll be able to, to get to him, but I don't mind your strategy around that. Um, especially I think Jordan Usher's minutes are going to drop a little bit. He's he's by a long way got the worst plus minus in the competition. So um, I How think did... that you probably can't trust him as much as do little. How on earth did he put up 35 in the Jackies in round one? I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't oh, know. He scored four. Yeah, he's yeah, averaging fifteen point six. He got them all in one game too. Yeah, ridiculous. So I'll tell you, he scored one hundred and five points, approximately, in um in his seven games, and he got thirty five on us. So that means in his other six games, he's scored about seventy points. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It is. Usher. Um. Yeah. Henshaw. Ben Scholl. Oh, something's got to change. Get him back on. He can shoot it. Yeah. No, nah, leave him yeah. out. Leave him out. I I got off him last week, and I'm that happy about it. 
So it means yeah, I can actually start to, to... I might only get four points out of someone in that position, but it's four more than I was getting. That might have saved me from up. a few spots. Yeah, bloody hell. Um, Brisbane, um, with Shannon Scott out, a lot of people jumped on Mitch Norton, uh, and I know a, a quite a few people used a boost to get him. Um, scored 16 in that game. It was it wasn't horrible. Like the price we paid for him, I was just happy to get. I think I went bench or up to him, so yeah, I was happy with anything that was in double digits personally. So mm. it's current currently where I'm at. I think we, um, I think the one that we missed the boat on was Bannon, though. I think he either had to look at him and hope that he had one bad game and read into that preseason form and a bit of the the stuff around him. Go with the no Aaron Baines factor, yeah, because um, he had a great he had a great week and um. Mm. Yeah, you could have saved yourself a fair bit of cash by getting him in last week. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he went up, what, nearly 50, 50 or so, didn't he? Yeah, nearly yeah, 44K. And, and as I said, started in the preseason. There was a lot of hype around him during the preseason as well. Um, and you would think that a lot of Baines' minutes, he'll take, he'll take all of Rocco's minutes. Um, mm. And then you probably think he picks up a few minutes couple of minutes here and there from other people, but you probably don't see Bannon dipping under the 25 mark. Nah, definitely not. And especially the way he played. I watched the, the game they played on Sunday against the Jackies and he, he looked right at him. He took the last shot mm. um, yeah. for the bullets. So yeah, um, there's got to be faith in him. So yeah, I reckon he's pretty yeah. safe pick for that 113K bench yep. player. Um, the other one that uh, people would be pretty happy with if they've held on to him from the weekend's form, Sam McDaniel. Um, he seems to be someone that um, Justin Shuler trusts a hell of a lot. Yeah, I listened to the to the broadcast on um, it was a Jackie's game, and they mentioned that they're just they're getting guys in that have uh, championship history. Um, yeah. They've tried to get coaches that know how to win and get guys yeah. that know how to win and have won in the past. And I think that that was kind of a bit reflected in that. Yeah, Sammy mm. McDaniel is probably someone you can trust. Yeah. He's not going to. Um, it's not going to be your, your focal point of your offense, but he can play some good defense and do those little um, fadeaways, and he's he's pretty happy, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. We only you know, he took five shots for the game, got to a score of twenty three, so that was pretty good. Tyrell Harrison, um, I I really like his game, but um, it'll be interesting to see what he can do um, with Baines coming back. Uh, he got to twenty one um, from fourteen minutes. So you think that probably exactly. he probably sticks around that twenty point mark, which you probably don't mind if he's on your pawn. Yeah, he's Darius boy. Darius loves him. Darius, yeah, he got Darius on top one hundred. Yes, yep, he did. Uh, Sobe, Sobe, super coach. I feel like really suits his game. He can put up as many shots as he wants. That guy, yeah, he can, and um, and he can hit him. Yep. Um, well, gosh, you can hit him. He doesn't get a lot of assists for a guard. Um, it's probably the only downfall, but he gets a handful of rebounds, and yeah. Yeah, he, as you said, he puts up bulk shots. Um, and he's always going to put up bulk shots, even with Baines mm. coming back. Yeah, um, well, it's so, so his team. Yeah, definitely. I know the last couple of years, um, they put the ball in his hand a little bit more, and he played a bit more of a, a combo guard, if you like. Um, and they weren't overly successful. Uh, when he was in MVP contention, he played a legitimate two guard and he's gone back to that this year. So his assist numbers have dropped a little bit, but they're a better team for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's probably it for, for Brisbane. Um, Southeastern New Zealand. We've obviously talked about New Zealand already. Um, That was a bloody good game for Supercoach. That one, PJC got us all over the ship by scoring 51. Uh, Finn Delaney got to 28. Can we see more of that? Um, it's a real tough one, I guess, with chasing him out. Mm. He um he definitely can. He's a real awkward price though. Yeah. Um you kind of mentioned that he's not cheap enough to to kind of warrant a I don't know, he's just an awkward price at two nineteen. He is gonna play and he's he is a good player. He's gonna score. He's gonna get you probably twenty to thirty range, depends on what other um mm. what other um, categories he can get. If he can get some steals and blocks, he can definitely um, 
definitely put up a nice score. I don't see him scoring 21 every game, but I can see him definitely getting um, a fair few more rebounds. But yeah, he looked nice. He was he was good. He plays yeah. a bit of. Um, they went small ball and um, yeah. had him him playing centre, which was interesting. Mm. So work for him. Yeah, were they because they storm time. Oh, I had I bet hit. on Alan Williams twelve plus boards, southeast Melbourne to win, and I thought I was home. Yeah, and then New Zealand just stormed back in that last quarter. Yeah, you were um, sweating boards. Brisbane's. I was. Yeah. Um, Brisbane's. Yeah, PJC, everyone sort of took that advice last week and did whatever they could to jump on. I was a little bit worried Derry wasn't going to get him, so I was really glad that he did. Um, uh, McDowell White got to 21. Uh, South East Melbourne, they had some huge scores. Cummings um, was lighting it up in the first half, had 22 points at halftime and didn't score again. Yeah, he's such a tough one. I think the mm. Gary Gary Brown factor really limits him a lot more because um, yeah. Gary Brown demands the ball, wants the ball in his hands, and I think that's Will Cummings' strength as well. And on scenes, they're leaning more towards Gary Brown. Yeah. Um, Cummings Will played Cummings, a little bit more with the second unit in the first half, which, and then back with the with the first unit in the second half, which probably did hurt his score, didn't it? Uh, Mitch Creek was yeah. back. Was nice yeah, Mitch Creek was back. People yeah, that him out, we but... all trade him. We... Yeah, it's always the way, isn't it? It, it is. It's, it is. But um, tell you, else came back to Earth, though. Matty Kenyon, after um, <laughs> some people may or may not have traded him in, but he probably had a nice break even, but kind of probably showed what we thought he'd yeah. do for the season. Yeah, just comes your back boy to that thing, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. What a spud. <laughs> but he put up a donut. I reckon yeah. it just comes back yeah. to that thing of, yeah, Matt Kenyon, his break even was good. Um, his potential to earn cash was pretty good for the weekend, but he's not someone you want to get stuck with. Yeah. So you probably just Absolutely. avoid it. Uh, yeah. And then, but I think here you go. I think that's I think that's a trap I got caught in a little bit. Was mm. a, a player who yeah, played two really good games, had a nice break even. I thought Sweden we're going to jump on this, and then they get score a five when the break even yeah. three, and then you don't get anywhere. You're yeah. stuck in the mud. Yeah, and that's what I did with Valentine and Baines. Um, and even Robinson, I guess. Probably should have. Um, yeah, I've got to be a little bit smarter about that stuff. Um, now, the big one. Your man. Big oh, saucy sauce. Big sauce. Big sauce. He loves he just loves playing basketball, doesn't he? he Two things he loves. Two things he loves. Rebounds. Double-doubles. <laughs> and riding scooters. Right. You reckon he rides scooters? He rides them to the game. Every game. He rides those scooters. Be tough to get a helmet on that head, wouldn't it? Oh, it's big head. Um, big head. People will do whatever they can to get him this week, won't they? Oh, you have to. I, I boosted a trade, traded out blokes, uh, traded out Saar, traded out everyone to get him. Interesting that at that fourth centre position, that the top scorer was Sam Froling for yep. centre at 68, played two games. The next highest score was Sam uh, Wardenberg with oh, 60. JLA, 58. Um, then Alan Williams was next on 46. So he played one game and he was the um, fourth highest scoring centre. So hmm. for me, who is not the best at doing trades at the moment, who's <laughs> uh, seems a little bit all over the place, I thought to myself, if I can lock down Big Source and I can just plug him in that centre hole, I don't have to worry about him. I don't have to worry about Parker Jackson Cartwright. I can leave yeah. them for an extended period of time. Um, so that was my thinking. Whether it shoots me in the foot with the bench stuff and all that, I'll find out later. But if he plays two games next week and he gets uh, 100 and I put the Big C on him, um, big C on big source, then you can look at 200. And for some people to get 200 from one player, um, it's enormous. Yeah, it would nearly enormous considering I've had 100 from captains, I've had 110 I've had from captains. From captains. Mm. Yeah, geez. So that's why I'm getting him in. Um, and I think that, that that reasoning there alone, um, it just shaves you all that rubbish with mucking around with the centers, I think. Yep. 
Yep, don't mind it. Uh, and the interesting thing, I reckon, you look at their schedule, they got two, one, 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 two, two, and then a one. Uh, now, the interesting thing, round seven, everyone's got one. Then round 10 and round 13, only two teams have got a double. So I'm going to say having someone like Source in your centre spot for those couple of rounds, it's probably not going to be really a disadvantage because a lot of people are going to have uh, one, maybe two uh, players uh, on singles there, depending on their planning. Um, Who are the two teams that play the double in that? So that round 10, it's Cairns and Sydney, and round 13, it's Cairns and Adelaide. So unless so you're I loading guess. up on Cairns players, but then you've also got to get off them at some point. So it only gives you a couple of rounds to turn that around. So I guess then you're looking at what centres from those teams are you going to get. So yep. it's essentially... Wardenburg. Your man at Wiley. Yeah. Then again, you're only getting him in for that one round, whereas mm. you're getting sourced for seven. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, it's, a, it's an interesting one because it's like, it's, a, it's an easy conversation to justify having him. And it seems like yep. a no brainer to get him in with all that. But there might be those coaches that still look at it and go, he's just too expensive. I just can't justify it. But yeah. hopefully those reasons there give you enough justification to, to pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you can get him, you get him, I reckon. Um, and if you've used only one boost so far, feel free to pull it. Um, we'll, we'll just quickly go on to um, one more game, which is Sydney and then the other teams we've already talked about. So they played Cairns, lost by seven. Um, we've obviously spoken about the Cairns guys already. Uh, Bobby Clinton bounced back. Patrick Miller got the injury. Um, Sydney guys, um, Jalen Galloway was out. Um, DJ Hogue back in. Yeah. Scored well, 30. He did. Um, it was an interesting run. Adam Ford was absolutely giving it to him. Um, was he? Was uh, definitely out of... Yeah, he had, he had a few words with him in the commentators. Oh, it's just a bit of friendly band. I think... Uh, I think he had a few choice words for him. I don't think they could play mm. on the commentary. Um, yes. The interesting, all stuff. Interesting, yeah, the interesting one from this was uh, people that uh, had the Alex Tui pick. Mm. Um, he was obviously running running hot there for a little bit. He's He came back to earth um, yeah. with the seven. So that would be interesting. Jalen Adams, he, he pumped down a 30 for what really wasn't a great game from him, judging yeah. by watching the game. Um he got a few buckets late, but the eight boards was pretty pretty mm. good for a guard. Um, yeah. Two steals and a block. So um, he definitely, yeah, stuffed the stat sheet. He did for, yeah, what wasn't a great game mm. um, to the eye. Yeah. Well, I'm, I missed that one. Um, but there was a game earlier in the year, the one that they played down at the Nest, where he rocked out of 31 and looked pretty ordinary. So for him to be able to knock 30s out and not look elite, that's uh, pretty good signs, I'd say. It is, and that's why he's one of those guys that actually hasn't gone uh, one of those top blokes that's maintained his price. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty consistent, isn't he? All right. Yeah. Um, what, are you, uh, what are your thoughts on Jonah Bolden? What are your thoughts on him? Or is he a potential someone I can get in? Or what do you no. reckon? No, I reckon that... Uh, Perfect. I reckon that ship sailed. Um, what did he even score? I haven't even looked at him. He scored 17. Uh, he scored... Yeah. 17 in 19 minutes. But I think with their schedule, they've got the double this week. But you, you're probably really, realistically, you're probably looking at over the next three rounds, the teams that are playing maximum games. So your New Zealand, your Cairns, Brisbane have got one less than that. Perth have got one less than that. Uh, sorry, Perth have got maximum games over the next three. But if we talk next four, um, and then Sydney play five games, as compared to New Zealand, Cairns, seven, Brisbane, Perth, six. So I think there's a bit to do in front of a Jonah Bolden trading. Yeah. That's all good, mate. We're getting sauce. Mm, I don't think I can quite get to him. But um, so there's our game by game. What did you score for the week and what did it do to your rank? Um, 357, which um, I didn't think it was too bad. Um, I had some uh, not good scores across the board. Mm -hmm. um, I kept Galloway because I 
couldn't really trade him. I had to go with Ben Chill first. Yeah. Um, I have um, Adelaide's Galloway, and he's he's been stinking it up lately, but he's just going to sit there for the time being. There's no point trading him unless he can make some coin. Yeah. Um, Saar was pretty average. Um, yeah, but my guards, my guards are pretty good. So, um, yeah, I... I scored yeah three fifty seven, which actually dropped me down two hundred places. Um, so yeah, not not too bad. Um, so hmm. yeah, how about yourself? Uh, I went three seventy two, which I wasn't too displeased with, getting uh, given that I got off bench all. Um, so that dropped me forty eight spots. It's not too bad. So essentially, yeah. stayed the same. Um, I don't. I I was pretty happy with that, considering I didn't have. Miller or um, Chatham either. So I don't have to worry about fixing that up this week. Um, so I think that allows me to probably get a trade ahead um, or I'm saving the boost that other people might have to use to get off that. So not too displeased. Um, yeah. Sitting okay. I'm at 762 Sitting overall, there. which I'm not too happy about, but I'm I'm not that far from the top 100, really. Points wise, yeah, we're, lear- we're learning. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. um, it's all those fifty-fifty calls, and uh, mm. you're either on the right side of those fifty-fifties, or yeah, or you're too late, and then you, you stuff them up. I think you're starting to see that the top teams on the the rankings are starting to get their benches with players that are scoring. So yeah. I think um, I think that's probably got to be the goal for some people over the next few weeks is to mm. get those players that are going to get you twenty, thirty on the bench. I know. It sucks. You want them on the on the field as well, but yeah, I reckon it's time to start building your benches. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's a bloody hard game, oh, um, especially so given the it's fact hard. that we've got round eight and nine. We've only got four teams with the double, so you're going to be working pretty hard to even get get your court kicking there, unless you're loading up on those cans in New Zealand guys. Yeah, I look to do a massive downgrade trade. I was like, oh, I'll trade out. Um, hook Porty. Um, I'll trade him down to a bloke that I'll just sit on my bench for like 70 or 80k. Mm-hmm. There's nothing apart from Lockie Albrick's the only one I could justify yeah. having a spot for. It yeah. was ridiculous. This is nothing. The yeah. bloke's average like two, six, whatever. Yeah. It stinks. And that's where that's where I was pretty big on the money-making side of things early. So I was having a bit of a look through the rankings. I think I'm sitting in the top 100 for um, team value. So I'm pretty happy with that. So it should give me some wiggle room on people that are sitting um, in front of me um, to consistently make ground, I think. We'll see what happens. Um, So Derry didn't have the best week this week. He dropped down to 300 and something. He only scored 323. Um, So he he had a few players that let him down. Uh, he copped a couple of donuts he, on his bench, um, which we'll get to in the bricks. Who was your hustle hero? Um, yeah, I, I, I put down two. I put a blank, uh, and she's not really a person. I was like, was I really happy with any of them? I was like, uh, Parker Jackson, Cartwright, they could be my hustle hero, but everyone had him. Yeah. Um, I thought, fantastic, he's pumped down to 73 and then you look at number of percent of coaches that had him as yeah. his captain and it's yeah. like 96%, so he's not really a hustle hero. He's just whatever I expected. Yeah. Um, but it's probably Miller. If he didn't get injured, he was on track for a big day. Yeah. So um, it's got to be for me, team. Um, I had a lot of stinkers. So, yeah, it was yeah. Miller for me. He was probably the score that I was really impressed with. Yeah. Um. For me, I jeez, webcam. Um, you having a mare? Yeah, I am. I've tried to pull my charger out of my laptop and put it into my phone, and I've just knocked the webcam off. Um, cords bloody going everywhere. Um, for me, I was kind of the same. I didn't really want to give it to PJC. Same deal. Um, I was glad I went him though. Um, otherwise, I would have lost a hell of a lot of ground. Um, so for me, I went with. Chris Golding because he was bloody good to watch in that second game and he got me out of the absolute shit I reckon um, just for the fact of his value um, so he was someone that I was looking to get off 
um, this week or next week, um, given that I've also got Galloway and Huck Porty. Um, so I've got to play around a little bit with that. Uh, I think I'm set already with my trade, but obviously got to do a little bit of work just to make sure. Um, but given the fact that after that first game, he was looking like he probably could have lost 20K, um, I was really happy for him to only drop, um, I think he dropped 4K in the end. So that was a good result for me. Do you know he was, uh, we mentioned him a few a few weeks ago saying he was, uh, he's only going to get his points from score from scoring. He doesn't really yeah. stuff the stat sheet anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think we brought on had him as a brick boy. So been, um, it had been real good to see. Um, that he's he's actually contributing to some other categories and he's maintained his value. Yeah, yeah, he went up a little bit for me. Um, I didn't. I said it last week. I'll say it again. I didn't. I went him over the Shaili. I didn't want to get stuck in that guard log jam. Um, so he's again provided me with a bit of flexibility around what I can do um, moving forward, which is nice. Um. Derry's uh, hassle hero was PJC, um, given that how many he nut out? 72, did you say? Yeah. So he got 144 of Derry's 323. So um, definitely a worthwhile hero. Uh, for the Brick Boys, he, as I said, he had a couple of donuts. He had Galloway and Henshaw. Benchall. Um, so they probably cost him uh, his rank, he reckons. Uh, I had Huck Porty with a 29. I was hoping he was going to go up a little bit more in value for me. He was a tough one because of the JLA factor. Mm. He was he was trending up in the right direction, doing all the right stuff. It's just a shame that JLA came back. Yeah. Um, yeah. For his it's value. As good as he has been. Um, so looking at trades, what are you thinking? Early days, I know. Uh, I'm going out. Galloway, he had to go. Which um, one? I just couldn't get rid of him last week. Galloway? Um, yeah, Galloway. Yeah. Um, Hook Porty, he yeah. had to go. And I don't, I still don't know about this. We're going to toss and turn, but I've gone Saar. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is a tough one. Um, Perth are shambles. Yeah. They've got to change something. And is that change Saar playing more minutes? I think that's probably the big question on that one. Mm. I think they've looked at his um, best when he has played. Yeah. So he's got a break even of 44, which is huge. Yeah. So he's probably not – he's a 78% chance of getting that, but it all <laughs> depends what they do. If they start playing him, he'll get it. If they do what they did this week, he won't get it and he'll lose value. So he'll drop I'll trade him. Yeah. So I traded him to get – so they were my three out. So Huck Porty, Jalloway, and Sar. Yeah, and I bought in Big Sauce. Yep. I bought in Lockie Albrick, and I bought in Josh Bannon. So I was late on the Lockie Albrick mm. one, but I just wanted him to sit there and just make a bit of cash. And there's nothing really else that's any value for the centers at that at that price. So hence he coming. Yep. Hmm. How many boosts will that get you to? How many will you have used? <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. if that that'll yeah three. Uh, they'll finish me off with three. Yeah, right. So I'll just sit on the next funds for a bit. Well, I don't need to trade. I hope I oh, will. You say Hopefully that, some yeah. blokes don't get injured. Yeah, they yeah. throw it at you, don't they? That's keeping Miller, which is an interesting one. Yep, he'll be out. So you have to have a bit of play around with that, I reckon. Um yeah. Shambles. I've gone a what similar sort of route to you. I've gone Huck Porty and Jalloway out. And I'm going Bannon and Pinder in. Uh, and the, reason, the reason I'm going Pinder is because I'm falling $3.1,000 short of source. And that's all because Bannon got an extra rebound in the second game, which got him to a double-double. So that got him an extra six points, which I would have had th- I would add a couple of K left in the bank if he hadn't done that. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch the game and uh, if I can get him drop down that money so I can get sauce, I'll do that. But I'm not overly upset with, um, with Pinder um, because of the schedule. Um, 
they've got they've got an extra game than South East Melbourne in the next three weeks. Um, and then both of them in round nine and ten have got singles. Round ten being that one where only two teams play the double. Um, and then I could probably get off him then. So I can sit him there for five weeks. Um, and then as the rest of my team build money around that, um, I should have a few more options around what I can do there. And he's also got that flexibility of being a forward centre. Mm, very handy. Mm. Uh, Derry's not sure on his trades yet. He's had a big day today. So we'll, uh, we'll let him off. This time. Um, and we'll move on to a couple of questionos. Just let me load the uh, the Twitter app. Um, anyway. I had a big call for us while you're doing that. And, uh, yep. I think I think I finally got got the big call right. Uh, get sauce and <laughs> let it ride. Um, it it's might be called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let him ride the scooters. Yeah, get him yeah. big sauce and ride the scooters. <laughs> is that right? That's me. That's me. Big call. All right. This is uh, this is a pretty lengthy question. Uh, <sighs> thoughts on trading in more Cairns players for a long term play as opposed to Perth and Southeast Melbourne players for a short term play. Is there enough time to point grab with double game week players for this round versus making sure you can have a bucket load of cans players? So essentially, are you better off to load up on cans players for the points for those rounds where you're struggling to get a full court on? Or are you better to get the points in the short term? Well, I kind of thought about this that in a game, there's you, you can crunch the numbers on this, but. Mm-hmm. Just like you could say that there's there's not going to be that many uh, super coach points scored. Um, just saying the Cairns game, you're going to have a few thirties. You might have a ten or fifteen or whatever. But yeah, if you load up on all all of them, um, you're going to have some good bad good games and bad games. And I just don't think you're really going to get too much reward. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. But, yep. So this is probably an interesting but, one. This one was posted by the Arson Dragon. Uh, on Twitter, like it. He's done some excellent work on the on the spreadsheets, which I'm a big fan of, as you know. Cairns uh, average the least amount of points out of any team. So, do you want to fall in love with those guys? Mm, I think you can probably. What would you say the number is? I'm thinking three to four. You probably don't want any more than that. I think I think four is way too many. I was thinking there yeah, two two to three max. Yeah. I so I got Wardenberg. I got Clintman, and I'll. Probably get Armstrong next week for his price rise. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that does. Yeah. Yep. I'll have Clint, Clintman, Armstrong, and uh, Miller if you mm. Yep. Um. So for me, uh, I think find your balance around that. Um. Oh. On my personal thing there. Um, uh, Huck Porty done. Yes. Yep. yep. Get off him. Uh, Is Bannon a must? Yes. 113k cheapest chips. Um, yep. and if he if he keeps playing, um, he's pretty much the only guy in that price range that's <laughs> yep. probably got a got a bit of potential. Yeah, yeah um, you look at the others around him. Nah, there's nothing. There's Reese for hate. He can get stuffed. 120k. Um, yeah, I was having a good look at it around how I could get to Source instead of Pinder. Um, and the only one I was happy to drop down to was Armstrong, but um, I'm happy to wait a week on him. I think yeah, I'd prefer. I think I'd prefer Bannon and Pinder over. Armstrong and Source for this week, and then I can get Armstrong next week. Um, <laughs> do you get bonus points for a triple double with turnovers? <laughs> I can you get minus five? Well, I think uh, I had a little sneaky no. bet on the weekend. Um, I had Julius Randall for a triple double, and he was trending that way to get turnovers. And if he got a triple double, I would have would have won one thousand six hundred bucks. So. 
Oh, would you um, actually? I, I think you should. Yeah, so I think you should. I think you should get it for triple doubles, but no, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and this one's actually a pretty good one as well. Uh, who's going to be the main player in place for Cheatham? Are we thinking Delaney or are we thinking Lamb get most of those touches? Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because um, mm. they didn't play. Um, like their their centre, um, whose name I, I can't remotely pronounce. You Mango. know how good I am with names. Yeah, yeah. It's so big Mango. They um, yeah, they barely played him even um in that second game. Um, well, with the, was pretty good in the second with, game. Yeah, but I didn't think he played very much. Um, hmm. I thought they went to that small ball thing pretty quickly. So. Um, yeah, I reckon that yeah, Finn Delaney could soak him up. Lamb was interesting one. He had a good first game, but didn't do much in the second. So, but yeah. he's definitely got got pretty high potential. I reckon. Yep. Um, so if we look at the minutes and super coach points for that one, so Mango played twenty two minutes and had twenty five super coach. Lamb played twenty one minutes and had five super coach, and Delaney played twenty nine minutes and had twenty eight super coach. So you'd probably say Delaney's the front runner by that. And you take Lamb ahead of yeah. Matthew Yang. Yeah. Yeah. So when I, I, I watched the first, oh, yeah, I obviously watched a little bit of that first game, listed to the commentary where he had the zero points, one board, mm. two super coats. So that was obviously with Chetham. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to talk about captains before we rock and roll. So I've developed a captain formula. For my picking of captains. So uh at number three on my projection for this week is Mitch Creek. So they have I had to restart my laptop before, didn't I? Um who are they playing next week, Buzz? Uh they got Brisbane. Um and then they've got Cairns who have both given up a bucket load of um, scores to forwards um, and he's been pretty good against both those teams in the past. So all those things add up for me. uh, The next one, we've said that this man's game translates regardless of if he's scoring or not. And he can't continue to miss shots at the rate. He's missing them. Bryce Cotton. Um, So he's been picked two. Um, So Perth, have got the Saturday game against Adelaide at home, and then they play on Monday in Melbourne. So the Melbourne game is obviously going to be a tough one, um, but Adelaide get up and down. So he, well, they do now anyway. Um, so he's my number two. And then the number one, there's not a hell of a lot of data on this guy, but I think the eye test plus the scores that are going up for him, PJC, uh, he's at number one. So Creek three, Cotton two, PJC one. Okay. No big source. Nah. Nah, he didn't make the cut. I as good as he has been, his competition has not been great, in my view. Um, so they played New Zealand, so he's gone head to head with Mango and then Small Ball. Um so that was this week. Last week they played Brisbane. So he went against Toro Harrison, who fouls out a lot and then absolutely beat up on Rocco. And then the Thursday game, they played Adelaide and they're one of the easiest teams for centres to score against. So as good as he's been, uh, I think when he goes up against some of those better teams, um, he could potentially struggle. They do have Brisbane again this week, but Aaron Baines is back and Aaron Baines is not letting... uh, what Rocco let happen, happen. Um, and then Cairns, um, he could go mental against Cairns, but <laughs> but um, Cairns, Cairns are a little bit more innovative with their defence. Um, you saw, saw what New Zealand were at. They were able to play him off the floor there for a, a little bit while they were playing the zone, which I see Cairns doing a little bit of as well. So, yeah, they're my three. Craig Cotton, PJC. Nice. Hmm. I like it. Very good. So, for, for me, PJC. Righty-o, mate. We'll, uh, we'll leave it there. Good luck to everyone for the week. We've got 
uh, Thursday through Monday next week's pretty exciting. Um, so hey. we look forward to a big week. Some big scores coming this week, I reckon. Oh, I hope so. I hope they come from the Quinstein daddies. <laughs> All the best, mate. Cheers, mate. Take her easy. Bye for now. Bye.